If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, I ain't in hard talk. If Kev Lewin's decent, it's a sandbox. Since the sandbox, we're back. we are back. We're back. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I have no right doing the, the football intros, but basketball's over. So if I didn't do one, you probably wouldn't hear an intro from me for a while. And it's better this than fantasy. <laughs> and for all you listeners, watchers, don't forget, September 1st is approaching quickly. Our pop-up event. Yes, sir. You can go on our social media, check out the details. Some free Hope merch. to see you all down there. Free. But we're back this week. And we're here for a fun episode. We're here for the preseason, emphasis on preseason NFL power rankings, 1 through 10, although we're going to go th- 10 through 1, but we got the top 10. I'll start my list off. Start it off 10 through 10. 6. 10 All through right. Six. So at number 10, I get the G-Men. Hey! And <laughs> that's straight mush. There were, there, were a few, there were a few teams that, you know, the, the bottom half of the list probably could have got mm. a bid. You know, the Colts, obviously, yes, but... Sir. I was just, you know, kind of worried about the Colts injury. Lou, I know you said Wentz is back at practice. Kev backs the Colts. The but quarterback still, I don't wanna, the line goes Exactly. Down. So I don't want to mush Lou anymore. So now I'm going to mush Steve. Steve yeah. uh, so I got the Giants at 10. I got the Niners at the Niners at 9. Okay. That rhymes. And I think they'll be higher. Again, these are the preseason rankings. Haven't really seen anyone play this year. I do think the Niners sailing could be a top five team. Ooh. But going to put them as the 9 for now. At 8, I get Tennessee. And... A couple of years ago, I probably would have had them higher, but I feel like the AFC has gone so much tougher with teams Definitely like the has. Bills emerging, the Ravens getting better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, at seven, I got Dallas. Very concerned about the whole Dak Prescott thing. Not sure what his deal is, when he's going to be back Marshall. or whatever. But if he say he is healthy, I think they will be one of the top teams in the NFC. So got them at seven. And then at six, I got the Rams. Would have had them wow, higher. I know. I think the Cam Akers thing did something for me, though. Fair you enough. know what I mean? It's And, and not that Daryl Henderson's a bad backup, but you lose your RB1, you're going to dip a little bit in the in the preseason yeah. rankings. But sure. that's my 10 through 6, and stay tuned for my the best 5 through 1 later <laughs> in the episode. We'll see. Jesus. Well, can I steal this? Yeah, go. All right. I need uh, a break after that. <laughs> yeah. All right, at 10, I did not think that I was going to have this team in this list. There was a couple of teams I was really narrowing 10 down to. There's a lot of teams with potential. There were some 10-win teams last year that I think could have possibly been here. I'm going to go with the Steelers, so call me crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that the expectations for them are qu- are clearly like a little dwindled, right? Mm-hmm. And I think Najee Harris is going to have a big factor yeah. in the entire NFL, not just like the AFC North. I think the receiving room will be decent. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Pittsburgh grooms another wide receiver because that's mm-hmm. what they do. And I, I just think that regardless, that defense is still lethal. So I have to have them there. Wasn't somebody that I put in like that. Mm-hmm. It definitely took me some time to to consider them here. Nine, I have the Titans. And this was another spot I considered really tough because, Lou, before the season, before the mm-hmm. injuries and all that, I definitely had the Colts above the Titans in that division. Me and you had yep. conversations about this. But with everything going on, I have to just kind of yeah, I, I have to just kind of default to their offense in that division. And like we said, the AFC is really tough at this point in time. Oh yeah, eight the 49ers. So Kev, a spot above you, and you know the good thing about the 49ers is I think whatever happens at the quarterback position, they're in good hands. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. what I'm seeing from Trey Lance. I know it's preseason football, so I'm not jumping to conclusions. But there's certain things that you want to see. When you do see them, and 
like I said, it it looks good. And Shanahan went from saying it's Jimmy's team to I'm not saying who the week one is. So yeah. that just goes to show you how his opinion has changed. Seven, I have the Packers, and this could be low compared to where you guys might have him, um, have them. But like I said, I still think that there's a little bit of disgruntledness going on inside Green Bay. Like, yeah, they gave Aaron Rodgers, Randall Cobb, just out of like pure pettiness, just yeah. to here yeah, have him. You know what I mean? But um, we'll see what happens. Like that defense still has um, a lot of questions to to really answer there. And six, the Browns. Wow, I can't I believe it. it. I can't I believe it. it. It took me a while to really consider that, but I just have to think and look at their roster because this is all we can really look at and judge right mm-hmm. now without seeing any regular season games or mm-hmm. real-time action. I really think that they're deep on defense and they're deep on offense, and I like what Stefanski's doing. Yeah. I think he really changed the culture there, and I think it's showing. So I really think the Browns are going to make some noise in the AFC. Yeah, I agree with that. But at 10... We get the Pats. Give me the Pats at okay. 10. Hate it. Uh, best defense in the league, I'm going to say, for the whole season. They're going to have the least points allowed and least yards allowed. They pretty much do every season. And no matter who the QB is, this isn't a, a big throwing offense. Like, we're not going to see Moss jetting down the sideline <laughs> for 50 yards. It's, it's going to be 15-yard routes to Jonu Smith. And uh, who's that other bum they picked up? Oh, well, Hunter Henry's hurt, so Nelson right. Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar, <laughs> yeah, the drops Jesus. guy. But, I mean, whether it's Mac or Cam, and I, I think Mac looks a little better, and if he gets groomed in, you know what I mean? I think either way, they're going to be a conservative football team that's going to beat you every week 21-3. to And, Lou, they're not going to be a team that's throwing 30 times a game. No, either. they're not going to have to. They have a deep running back room, and their running backs are all kind of solid. I mean, like, if Sony Michelle's the three... Like that that's not bad. Damien Harris, James yep. White. They like the kid Stevenson. Yeah. You know? So at nine I have the Colts. Again, this oh, is assuming <laughs> this is assuming everyone comes back healthy. Wentz says he could play week one. Quentin Nelson wants to play week one. Ryan Kelly was back at practice today, which is huge. So if they're healthy, I'll put them in the in the lower end of the top ten for now. At eight I have Cleveland. Okay. The only reason I have Cleveland so low is I don't even think that's low. I think they just have out of the rest of this Outside of the one team ahead of them, I think they have the worst QB, but head, heads and Fair shoulders enough. above. I, I even think Wentz at his best is better oh, than Baker. 100%. I mean, probably, like, potential-wise. And, like, that that's what is so tough about the Browns. But, like, my biggest question when it comes to it is, like, was Odell, like, really a huge factor, like, to not make that offense flow consistently? Yeah. Because, like, when he was out, like, I don't want to say that Baker looked great, but he could throw for 250 and manage a game probably yeah. in the running game yeah. got better. You I was know? gonna well, that's, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. I feel like they're so run reliant. You know what I mean? That it's like as long as Baker can get you, you know, twenty five passes a game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you're not you don't really need much mm-hmm. from him. Yeah, that but that's the thing is though when they do, it's he, he has get it done. or I don't think he can. Right. Seven, I have San Fran, and I think their only undoing will be the QB controversy. I just think it's tough to insert a guy. Right off the bat, I mean, like Jimmy G. I mean, he doesn't look great in preseason, but like he's never looked great in a preseason yeah. game. Like he looks solid. I mean, the one bat, the one big throw he had, I you muffed it. Yeah. But I mean, like, what is that? And then Trey Lance, I like him. It's just, I mean, when his best percentage so far has been fifty percent throwing the football, it scares me a little bit. But like the talent's there. Like yeah. it, he, he, he literally has the least snaps out of any college QB last yeah. season that got drafted in the first round. So if he can literally just get his reps in. I think they're in good hands. It's going to be a running defensive first football team. It just is what it is. And at six, I went back and forth on this. I think this is low. 
I have the Ravens at six. It's okay. I want to put Just the Packers. Apologize pack- to Ant. <laughs> it's I, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I my only thing is, is I think they're the most one dimensional out of the rest of the teams. Okay. Just because okay. I, I like their defense in their O line, but they did lose a little bit on both sides. Th- that is true. But I do think their running game is unbelievable. Lamar is going to be in the MVP talks, still a top five QB in the league. So Mark Andrews banged up right yeah. now, too. I mean, still, again, that's that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. He's their best receiving option. Yeah, and it, it's tough. So I'll have them at six, and God, it, it, the top five is so close. It really yeah. is. All right, so I'll jump in with my top five, and, and at five is where I got the Packers, so I thought this was low, so I'm kind of happy that you had them at seven, Steve, because I thought I was going to get killed for having Green Bay this low. <laughs> no. And again, this is a team where if you had asked me if we did like end of the season after the Super Bowl preseason rankings, I would probably would have had them high, but after everything that happened with Rodgers, even though he's back playing, not sure how the chemistry is going to be. I feel like that team had such good chemistry last year. And I feel like last year was really their year. Not that they're going to be a bad football team, but I definitely think they'll take a step back. I don't mm-hmm. think they'll win, you know, 13, 14 games like they did last year. But still going to have them in the top five. You get the return MVP, arguably the best wide receiver in football. Good running back room. Decent defense. Good young tight end. Tough not to have them in the top five. Four and three is where I had some issues. Flip-flop. Uh-oh. Have the have Buffalo at four. Wanted to put them at three, put them at four. I'm realistic. I'm not gonna say that. I'm. It's tough because I feel like the Ravens, like Lou said, the Ravens are more one dimensional. But to be honest, if they, if it was a one game elimination, I feel like I would take the Ravens over the Bills just because their defense. I feel. I just feel like I don't think so. I feel like the Ravens defense is so much better. I don't think that either. And I feel like. Like, I don't know if the Bills defense would have answers for, like, Lamar. You know what if, I mean? If you want my honest opinion, I'm not I'm not sitting here pounding on the Bills defense thinking mm-hmm. that it's, like, one of the better units. I think right. they have a great corner in Tredavious White. Mm-hmm. I think outside of that, they have solid play from, like, Jordan Boyer. Boy, he's a good safety. Yeah, but I just... I don't I don't see, you know, a pass and rusher. Yeah, and it's weird, yeah. too, because I feel like I trust Josh Allen more in a close but game. that's what I mean. Yeah. You go with but, the QB. At, At the it, same time, the Bills are also a one-dimensional team because they have no sort of running, running game. game. So it, it it really depends, but I, think I mean, the scenery, the scenery, and the environment will, would definitely would, would weigh determine, into, yeah. Um, that's, because that's like if we're talking playoffs, if we're talking in Baltimore, if we're talking in, in Buffalo, Buffalo, exactly injuries, like yeah. th- there's so many factors. And to that's consider. why, and that's why these two teams are so hard for me because I was like, it's really like any given Sunday, just flip a coin and, and one of these teams on my I mean? list. So, they're, they're next to each yeah, other. Yeah, so well, I got so. so Buffalo at four. Got Baltimore three. I think they did make some improvements. I think we will see Lamar improve year in and year out as he's been doing, throwing the football. Um, so got to give them the nod. I've been so hot on Baltimore the last couple of years. Got to yeah. give Uncle Tony some slack. And then at two and one, again, I have Kansas City at two and Tampa at one. And I didn't necessarily go into this thinking like these the are the best. Much better. Yeah, or like that. These are the best two teams in football. It's just these were the two Super Bowl teams, and coming into the season, I really don't have a choice but to put them one and two. But mm-hmm. do I think a team like Baltimore can be better than Kansas City? Do I think a team like Green Bay can be better than Tampa? A hundred percent. But coming into the season, gotta have the two Super Bowl teams one and two. All right. So like like you said, I have the same scenario with the Bills and the Ravens, and I do have the Bills at five. I think it's clear and evident that Josh Allen throwing-wise, is probably right up there with, with Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers as yeah. far as arm talent. Best quarterback in football. 
And Kev, I think I think when it comes down to uh, bold predictions, I think you're gonna like some of the things that I have to say about Josh Allen. Nice. I'll include him in one of my bold predictions. Ah. So make sure you guys stay tuned in for that. But I definitely think the Bills need to work on their defense and what it came down to when putting either them or the Ravens first. I'm still taking John Harbaugh over Sean McDermott too, and I do take that defense a little bit more than the Bills, but it's not the Ravens' defense that I once kind of valued them as. Right. Yes. I don't know if this is a top 10 defensive unit. And no. to be honest, I would probably shy to the Giants' defense right now a little bit more than, than the Ravens Definitely. or the Bills. Definitely. Four, I do have the Ravens. And yeah, like we like we were talking, the Bills can be viewed as one-dimensional. The Ravens can be viewed as one-dimensional. I just think that when it comes down to that dimension, can you do it in depth? Can you do it without your best? And I think the Ravens can successfully run the football without J.K. Dobbins in that lineup. I don't think that they would be able to run the ball that successfully without Lamar in the lineup. Yeah. And I don't think the Bills would be able to pass the ball without Josh Allen in the lineup as as effectively. So I just think like it all comes down to preference at the end of the day. Both of these teams are going to be 12-plus win football teams, mm-hmm. so I really don't think you know the spot matters that much. Three, I have the Rams. They have a quarterback that can make all the throws. They have a new deep threat in that wide receiver room, Deshaun Jackson. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. um, ha- have seen any of that. I like the addition of 2-2 Atwell, even though they could have went in many different directions, especially helping that offensive line. They don't have running back depth, so I would like to see them invest in a possible veteran free agent, maybe a reunion with Todd Gurley. We could talk about that in my bold predictions as well. Two, I have the Chiefs, and one, I have the Bucks. I would love to say that you could put the Chiefs one and the Bucks too, but I just feel like it has to go this way because that's the way it went in the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? And I think one thing that scares me about the Chiefs is everybody's so high on everything going on with the Chiefs, and I feel like when that happens, things start to kind of go in the, like a different direction. Like, what what happens with football whenever you think you know what's going to happen, the complete opposite absolutely happens, and I feel like there's a lot of things catering into that. And I know real football and fantasy football are different, but when you see Travis Kelsey going first round, Mahomes going second, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire going third, it's like... I feel like that's too good to kind of like be true mm-hmm. to just buy into all that. So I'm very, very, very cautious with the Chiefs. They have a great nucleus, a great group. Would be interesting to see an injury to Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill. What would happen? It's to over. That team? I think it's over because then, then there's no you have you say you double the other one. Who scares you? Yeah, like that's what it is. And and if you look at it across the board, in my opinion, out of the top five teams in the AFC, if you really look at it and break it down, I think they have easily the worst defense. It's up there. The Browns defense is better than theirs. The Ravens defense is better than theirs. If you think the Colts are a top five defense, I mean a top five team in the AFC, their defense is better. I'd say the The Browns and Colts defense is definitely better. Ravens and Bills, I'm not sure, just because I don't think their offense complements the defense as well. But I also think the Chiefs defense is more based on individual names rather than the defense as a whole. And if the offense goes down, I don't trust them to hold down the four at all. Not at all. And the way I see it, so I'm going to round out the top five. I have Green Bay at five. Still no weapons. Devontae Adams goes down, you're looking at MVS as, yeah. as the guy. So I, that just scares the living hell out of me. Four, I have the Rams. The only reason they're this low is because I need to see if if Stafford's legit. Like, if, if we see the same so, old Stafford. 
So before you continue, I actually had something I wanted to bring to yeah. the spotlight a little bit. And this isn't me bashing Matt Stafford. This isn't taken away from him. But I am interested to see because Stafford has always had big wide receivers, right? He had Calvin. Even Kenny Galladay was a pretty big dude. You know what I mean? So it's going to be interesting to see. Finesse wide receivers. Right. Like, what? I don't think any of them are over six feet, right? Deshaun Cup or no. Robert Woods. Wood. So it, it's, it's going to be interesting five. to see because he's usually big physical wide receivers like Calvin go up and get it. Kenny Galladay, a little bit of both. Point, you know Kev. what I mean? But it's going like to be interesting to see, like, LeBron too. you know, like, yeah. With wide receivers that can't necessarily go up and get it, but can beat people down the field. Well, it's going to yeah. be real interesting, yeah. and I think they're going to make it work, but that's just a little bit of a of a thing See, I wanted to bring. And I agree with that. I think a bigger thing is managing a game. Mm, how, yeah. how does he manage a game ahead and not get wild and blow a lead? And he's, he's never won a playoff game. He's been in one or two, and they've gotten smoked in both. You're in L.A., a team that went to the Super Bowl a couple years ago. They brought you in. You're in the guy. Division too. In the hottest Probably division the in football. Division. And customarily, I would say that he's never really been in the position where he's had to be cautious about his throws. Never. You know what I mean? He's just, like you said, he's usually behind. And it's either you get the ball there and you try and win the game or you take the interception and you still lose. I feel like the pressure is a big thing, too, because he's finally on a team where, like, the expectations are there. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm sure, like around the Rams locker room and a lot of the NFL, like the Rams are probably one of the teams that people are expecting to be, if not in the Super Bowl, at least in the mm-hmm. NFC Championship. Mm-hmm. You know and if I mean? you so. and if you lose first round, you basically traded away multiple first round picks in a QB that would have done the same exact thing and got you right to that first round spot. Anyways, so I would be curious to see how the owners feel. Like I, I would love to have that conversation with the Rams, knowing that. If they didn't get to where they wanted to this year, what the they've is. sacrificed mm-hmm. 10 years of their mm-hmm. future. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Uh, the only reason I also, I have the Bills at three. The reason I have them so yeah. high is, again, these are preseason. So we're taking a look at what happened last right. season. There'll be one in midseason. And then the biggest thing is, nah. their biggest weakness is the least important factor of football. Who your running back is actually, like, we've never really seen a team with a great running back. Win the Super Bowl. When's the last time we've seen a team yeah, with sure. a, with a top five running back or top ten All receiver? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm not too worried about that. It's just they can substitute anybody if the O line can block for it, and if the pass game is going, they're going to get yardage on the ground. Mm-hmm. It, whether it's with Josh Allen, Zach Moss, Devin Say, whoever it is, it doesn't Go matter. Go sign Todd Gurley. That's a what good are signing. we doing? Buffalo, what are we doing? Do you need to move to Austin to stop making some smart decisions? What are we doing? Get yeah. Todd Gurley. You know, guys that. sitting there on the couch eating wavy Lay's chips. Those and are we're not going to sign them. French onion dip. Wow. Yeah. They came out actually with wavy Lay's Funyun flavors, so I need wow. to try those. <laughs> Two, I have Kansas City. Uh, one, I have Tampa Bay. I-, I do think Kansas City is one injury away, and I think the Bucks are also one injury away from it being... Them not being a top seed because if Devin White or if someone on the O line goes down on Tampa Bay, they're very vulnerable. I have a very bold prediction about Tampa Bay, and I told you my bold predictions are very interesting. But we're gonna save that for the yeah. I was just gonna say save. Yeah, I was gonna say save. We're just coming up next. Yeah, coming up next. Nice, nice. Uh, next there, Lou. But guys, that's gonna wrap things up for this episode. We hope you liked it. There's so much content we have as far as football and basketball. We did all of our schedule 
um, predictions with our divisions. We did our fantasy rankings. We're coming out with our NFL power rankings, our Madden ratings, NFL bowl predictions, and fantasy beware while getting ready for our pop-up event on September 1st. Some multitasking going on here. Gotta love it. Guys, five stars. You know the deal. See you later.